Welcome everyone to Jumbled Dreams podcast, Let's Talk Dreams. Have you ever wanted to make a difference but did not know where to begin? Have you ever wanted to volunteer but you were nervous? Well, this is the place for you. Let's Talk Dreams is all about sharing stories of those making a difference in our communities, nations, and world. This is a project started because Jumbled Dreams wants you to know that no matter who you are, you can make a change. Today for episode three, we are excited to welcome Samantha from Build Her a Bridge. She started Build Her a Bridge in 2018, a 501c3 organization for girls ages 12 to 19 and young adults dealing with issues this generation struggles with in a very real and authentic way. That's why their motto is real, raw, and relatable. Between monthly gatherings, community impact projects, a journal self-help book coming soon, a new television project, and the beginning process of opening a teen center for teens seeking therapy, she's quite busy. You can often find her in meetings at any local coffee shop with a laptop and headphones, speaking to complete strangers and making new friends. So welcome, Samantha. Thank you for having me. Yes, absolutely. So first off, I want to ask, why did you start Build Her a Bridge? Yeah, so I started Build Her Bridge with my daughter, who was 11 at the time, and just a lot of her friends would come over to our house in our living room. Of course, you have to feed girls, and um, and they just felt comfortable talking to me and just asking questions about life, about relationships, about purpose, about destiny, um, from silly questions to even the more serious questions. And so um, my daughter was almost like the common denominator between everyone. So people would come over to our house and they would say, you know, Sophia, I didn't realize you knew Sophia. Um, And I just always knew that my living room was just always a safe space. Um, So that's why I really started it. I wanted it to be for girls for all walks of life, all skin colors, all religious backgrounds, all educational backgrounds, all different socioeconomic backgrounds, just to come together and just talk. And that's why I think from the purity of our of our motto is real, raw, relatable. And that's just the kind of conversations that we had. And the girls just always felt comfortable coming to me and talking to me and sharing with me about just different things. Yeah, absolutely. So you, can you tell me a little bit more about your story and why you're specifically passionate about these causes? Yeah, I think, you know, growing up, especially with, I'm, I'm a daddy's girl and, you know, there were times where I was emotional or I would cry or something like that. And my dad was just always like really tough and it's like, stop crying, you know, just, and I was always like, er, everything was just so rigid. And, um, and I really didn't show much emotion. I was almost like really hard hearted almost. Um, I never really showed emotion very well. And, I think that really affected me even as a teenager and sometimes even raising my own kids and um, I have a boy and a girl, um, but I don't know, there's just something about girls and just the, the stigma behind girls and how you're supposed to be and how you're supposed to behave and how you're supposed to act. And I didn't fit any of that. I just always wanted to be able to fit in. I always wanted to be able to have, you know, different kind of, um, I wanted to have it all and I couldn't have it all. And I wasn't at the bottom of the totem pole, but I wasn't the wealthy of the wealthy. Sometimes growing up, I didn't know where I fit in. And so I feel like Build Her Bridge really offers these girls a chance to just come together how they are, however way they are with whatever baggage that they have and just being able to just talk. Our, something I say all the time is it's okay to not be okay. It's not okay to stay there. 
as something that I live by. I think that I grew up pretty much saying that um, it's okay to not be okay. It's just not okay to stay there. I agree. I love the quote, it's okay to not be okay. I feel like everyone, there's such a stigma in like American society, especially, is you have to be perfect. You have to be at the top of your game all the time, which is not true. Like it is okay to not be perfect. It's okay. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to have mistakes in your life. You're going to have things that happen in your life that you can't plan. And it's okay to not be okay all the time. And I think we've all kind of learned that too in the past two years with COVID. So what is, like, how has COVID affected Build Her a Bridge? Oh, man. I mean, we were in the middle of filming our TV show called The Tea. We were doing monthly gatherings. And honestly, we just had to come to, like, an abrupt stop. And everything had to be virtual. And that was really hard. I mean, the girls were already hours upon hours doing virtual learning. And then to hold virtual events, it's, it was just hard. I mean, it's so it's connected in a way that we could see their faces, but it's also disconnected because I can't read body language. I don't know what's really going on, you know, with them. I mean, it it just it affected us a lot. Just having to go virtual automatically was just really, really hard. These girls love each other. These girls support one another. These girls thrive in community and of being together and having that high five and having that hug and having that face to face. So when it automatically went to virtual, where it's a screen behind the bodies, um, honestly, it, it, our events started weaning off. I mean, people were coming on at first cause they're excited, but I mean, just attendance started kind of slowly dropping off and I can't blame them because they want community. They wanted to be together and they couldn't. They couldn't for almost eight weeks, we didn't see each other. And the girls took it really, really hard. Yeah, and you know, it feels like Zoom is an amazing platform. You know, we're here on Zoom right now, but at the same time, that mute button is so much more than a mute button. I mean, it can mute your feelings. It can mute your, you know, your whole life. And that's kind of how COVID kind of, it muted our lives for a little bit. We were all kind of locked down. We were all, you know, more in our heads than we ever were. And, you know, we needed that community, but sometimes we didn't have that. And so I get it. Like having, especially girls, girls love talking to other girls. Like we love, you know, sharing our stories and sharing our experiences. And we couldn't do that. And And just embracing each other. Like just these girls like love hugging each other and the fact that they couldn't or the fact that even when they finally got to see each other, they had to do it in a mask. I mean, that was a huge adjustment. I mean, these kids were probably used to seeing a mask like at doctors and hospitals. And now it was like a part of their wardrobe, part of their everyday life. And that was really hard because you can clearly, just like you said about hiding behind a mute button, you can also hide behind a mask. Absolutely. So it was a, it was a really, it was a really hard adjustment, I think for a while. And that was where I had to be really careful to still continue to be deliberate about reaching out and saying, hey, you know, noticed you weren't on our our chat. I hope you're okay. You know, I hope things are going okay. And um, because it's just easy to hide behind a screen. I'm going to change it up a little bit. But what are some of the accomplishments that you're proud of? Like, what have you guys accomplished in the past three years? 
Oh man. So we have done self-care boxes, which have been amazing. We started with 25, then we went to 50. Now my goal is to get up to 75 and hundred. And inside of these self-care boxes are things like journals, pens, uh, coupons to like juice bar, um, coupons to, to get your hair blow dried and cut. Um, uh, there's a, we had mints, we had hand sanitizer, lotion, bath bombs, but we called it a self-care package. And we were giving it out to middle schools, high schools, to guidance counselors, social workers, um, different organizations that have residential facilities just for teen girls, just to let them know, look, we get it. You know, COVID is hard. Even pre-COVID, I mean, life was hard. Life was already tough. And we want to be able to give you this self-care boxes just to remember to fix yourself up when you're not feeling great, when you are feeling depressed and anxious, when you aren't feeling yourself, when you are feeling like, you know, just you're ready to quit and you're ready to give up. Sometimes all it takes is just for you to get your hair done, write it down in a journal, get yourself a bath. I mean, sometimes it just takes just that one thing, that one self-care thing to really, it doesn't take it all away, but at least it kind of helps and says, you know what? I am beautiful. Write out your feelings in a journal that's right there for you. Put some lotion on, make yourself feel good. Um, so that's what we've done. I've been so like, I've been so happy because I know that that has really made a difference with these girls. Another thing that we started in January is our mentoring program. How important is it for us, anyone, no matter how old you are, to actually have a mentor and someone to walk alongside you and check on you every, every other day? Our mentors are reaching out to their mentees, texting, emailing, sending quotes, sending their picture and just saying, hey, thinking about you, what's going on? Holding them accountable. Hey, how was your test? Hey, don't forget to study for your test you know, and just walking alongside these girls and serving as role models. I've been so proud of that. And, and we're getting into the school system, which has been um, a bit of a challenge, um, but we are knocking it out the park now and working with different um, organizations, nonprofits that work with teens struggling with mental health. That's been really big. Partnership is big. It takes a whole village to raise children. It takes a whole village to be able to get nonprofits working together because it's a team effort, you know. Um, so, I would, so I would say those are the, the two big things that, um, that take a lot of work, a lot of planning, but those are our two best things. And we have a fundraiser coming up in September 17th. It's a murder mystery event and all money is raised. It goes right back to Build Her Bridge because I want us to be able to have a teen center, a teen space. So that is my next goal. So I'm excited for that too. Well, you're doing amazing work, you know, COVID or not. And I do believe like a care package, like when I'm having a bad day, going and getting my hair done or having just a bubble bath just to calm down. Like, I agree, like that does really help. And whether people realize it or not, like that is making a huge difference in a girl's life. And the mentorship, uh, I love that idea. I think having someone who constantly believes in me, even when I don't believe in myself or constantly is checking up on me or sending me positive quotes or being like, or celebrating with me when I make a good grade on my calculus test, you know, having that for girls and being consistent or for anyone, you know, is amazing. Yeah. Um, so what would you tell someone who wants to get involved with your organization? 
Yeah. I mean, there's always room for you. Anytime we get an email where someone says, Hey, just read an article about you or just came across your website. How can I help? The first thing I say is let's meet, but I want to hear from you. What are your strengths? What is it that you like to do? I would never want to put you in a role or a position where that is not your strength. So if marketing is your strength, if social media is your strength, if sending out thank you letters is your strength, if um, community service is your strength, whatever that is, I want to know about it because then there's a place for you. So it's always important to get involved with nonprofits. Nonprofits always need your help. I mean, and it's, it is a time commitment, but it's as much as little as you want to put into it, you know? And so I also ask that too. I mean, time is precious, time is limited. Um, but I always say, hey, how much time do you have to give? A couple hours during the week or a couple hours during the month? What does that look like? And where does your passion lie? And wherever your gifts and talents are, there's a place for you. Absolutely. So what would you tell someone who wants to volunteer for the first time? They've never volunteered before. They don't know where to start. What would you tell them? Yeah, I mean, I, again, I would just say, hey, what, what does it look like for you to send out a few thank you letters? What does it look like for you to, um, you know, to start collecting items for our self-care boxes? What does it look like for you to drive and deliver that? What, whatever your gifts and talents are, that's what I want to be able to, to utilize and to be able to use. So, and don't think that an hour, a time, 30 minutes, whatever that looks like, I mean, it's beneficial and it's helpful. So just get involved with a nonprofit. I mean, we can all use your help. Absolutely. Amen. We can all use the help, no matter who you are, what, where you come from, what your strengths are. There's, there's a place for you. No there's matter a place what. For you, and we'll find a place for you. Yes. If it's not with us specifically, we'll find you somebody else who can help. You know, we just all work together. And I know that's big part of Jumble Dreams's mission is partnering with other organizations. And so I totally get it. And I want people to know, like, just because you can't write a million dollar check does not mean you can make it difference. That one self-care package, driving and checking in on someone or going and writing a thank you note, like that makes a difference too. And people don't realize that. Absolutely. Um, So how can people stay in contact with you? Yeah, go find us on Instagram and Facebook at Build Her Bridge. Um, You can also check out our website at buildherbridge.org. And email me. Yeah. Email buildherbridge at gmail.com. (laughs) perfect um well thank you for coming on and sharing your story today about your dreams and passions um for making a difference you're such an inspiration to many and and i'm so glad that you're a part of the jumble dreams family for anyone who wants to be on our podcast please visit our social media or websites to find the link to sign up and make sure to follow our social media for further episodes so thank you for coming on today thank you for having me